What's up, what's up, what's up? How's it going? Let's talk about getting above the noise in our head. The great irony of life is this. We all want a life we love and more time with the ones we love, but our job, the very thing that's supposed to be the financial vehicle to provide that freedom is the very thing that chains us down. Do you think you have what it takes to rise above yourself? Are you ready to start transforming your dreams into reality? If so, I'm Cody Teal. Welcome to the Finding Freedom Podcast, a tribe of dreamers and doers, rebels and fighters that are here to prove to the world you can have your cake and eat it too. So there's a lot going on, um, a lot going on in my life. That's why I haven't been posting as much. I feel kind of bad for it, but it's just been, it's been nuts um, for everyone. And so that's probably not an excuse to not get, not be putting content out, but wanted to have a, a quick chat that something's that's really, really helped me. And I hope it helps you um, see through and cut through all the crap. Um, there is a lot of noise and I do not want to add to that noise. Um, and so that's the topic I want to do is like not so much add to the noise out there or do any type of virtue signaling or, or weigh in on a debate, um, but just give you a tool that's helped me and helped literally like society cut through the noise in, in previous times. And, uh, cause it, it, there's a ton of noise right now. Um, there, ever since the COVID thing started and then it's just started to ramp up ever since. And I think our tendency when we get overwhelmed with noise, a lot of people's tendency is just to throw their hands up in despair and say, I give up and they just shut down and that's what's happening. So I'll tell a story to help or an analogy to help relate to, to get, to show you where I'm going. And then hopefully that analogy, that story will help, help stick the lesson. Right. So I grew up in Idaho, and uh, it's funny because I've been working in Southern Illinois back and forth a bit over the past year, and uh, people are like, oh, we live in the middle of nowhere, Illinois, and I'm like, you live like 30, 40 minutes outside of St. Louis, which is one of the biggest metropolitan areas in the nation, and then Chicago's like two hours away. Like, you don't know what the middle of nowhere is. Like, there's a million people in my, when I grew up, there was less than a million people, but let's just say a million to make the numbers easy. There was a million people in my whole state, which is bigger than your state. Um, <laughs> we could go places and we wouldn't see people for days. Like, I want to tell you something about the middle of nowhere, but um, I digress. Um, I grew up literally in forests. Like, we would just go hunting um, for months of, out of the year. Um, not one month at a time, but, you know, probably three or four months out of the year, I was in the forest hunting or fishing or whatever. That's just what our family did. And, uh, you have a lot of time to think when you're out in the woods or on a farm or whatever we're doing out in the country. And, uh, which, which is good. You get a lot, you know, and I'm, I'm really grateful for that upbringing and, uh, went to college and the first job I got out of, co- uh, out of college was in New York city. Um, literally one of the, like the noisiest places, uh, in the Western hemisphere it is so noisy. And, uh, it was really interesting to, have that experience. I did live in South Korea, which I guess is, is a pretty noisy place too, but New York has got its own special kind of noise. Uh, it's just, there's so many people, there's so much going on and it's, it's just a lot. And what I, I've gone back and forth several times. Like we, we visit New York city pretty regularly, actually, we really enjoy it. Uh, but I didn't notice this until I left and then came back. What I noticed was, is people really shut down in the city. Um, 
when when people visit the city for the first time, I'm referring to New York City, um, they they take people as very rude and very like just focus on themselves. And at first, when I first got there, I thought that was the truth. I was like, man, people are just rude. They don't say hi to you. They just kind of in their own little world and they they do their thing. And uh, but as I live there and I've experienced it, and I've gone back and I've been able to reflect on it, what I'm finding is it's not so much that people are being rude. Um, it's just there's so much noise that that noise overwhelms them and they just have to kind of go into their shell and shut down. And I've actually had a lot of conversations with people that have lived in and out of New York City with this and uh, just to see, like, make sure I wasn't crazy or it wasn't just my own perception. But it's, it was true, like, anytime we're in an environment where there's just a lot of noise, our our human bodies can only take so much input. And so when we get overwhelmed with input, we literally shut down. And I, I really think that's what's happening now uh, between like social media, between the news, between like just the craziness of everything. Like people are just reacting in a very emotional way. Sometimes that is actually not shutting down. Sometimes it's in anger. and We're seeing a lot of people are just in pure anger react. But I think for most human beings, it's this reaction to shut down. And uh, it's, it's really hard for me to see a lot of my friends and family and coworkers, people that are really accomplished people just shut down with all the noise or try to escape out of it, try to run away. Um, and I, I think that, I think that's, there's a good side of that defense me- mechanism, but taken too far that just like in New York city for people that live there for years and years and years among the noise and don't learn to cut through it, that they, they really struggle, um, cutting through the noise. So here, here's my tool uh, that I'm using right now to help cut through a lot of the, the noise and the chatter. So a lot of the noise and the chatter right now is, you know, defining opportunity, defining what's right and wrong, what's wrong, what's the extent of the government, right? And who, how do we define government? And a lot of that's because we're in an election year compounded by crisis. And so um, people have a lot of agendas. They're trying to push those agendas forward in a lot of in a lot of different ways. And sometimes we don't, they're so subtle, we can't see them. And sometimes they're so overt that it's just like brazen. It's crazy. And so there's all, the, there's a lot of noise about human rights, about, you know, Black Lives Matter, about racial injustice, about government overreach, you know, if we're going to COVID or, or international globalism, there's just so much going on right now. It's just crazy. Um, and so in, instead of like for me personally, I want to get into it. Like I want to like child, like be a part of the conversation, right? It's so, and I, I try to be a part of the conversation, but before that, like what I'm in my, my own self, what's helping me cut through a lot of this specific noise is the, is one, ignoring the noise, but two, realizing that all of that doesn't really have a ton of relevance to my life unless I let it. So let me explain. There's, there is always a way for someone to define their life and opportunity by their circumstance, right? Um, it's interesting to see like no matter what s- someone's circumstance is, they can limit or use that. They can use that as a limiting belief or a springboard to opportunity, right? Someone that grows up in a really poor or underprivileged neighborhood can say, hey, this is my opportunity to teach me like, street street smarts and how to get by and I can rise above it. You know, it's funny because you'll actually talk to people that are born in really privileged opportunities 
And they'll actually say that was very limiting because they didn't learn the skills they needed to survive and, and climb above and they've just settled, right? And so it's, it's really interesting to hear that, see that perspective. And Gary Vee actually talks about this a lot because he works with a, a broad range of people and societies. Um, but the, the thing that's helped me and that has helped a lot of human society is instead of focusing on like what the, like the system is, like focusing on the, whether the system's right or wrong, whether it benefits you or not benefits me, is focusing on the individuals that rise above all that and just are outstanding individuals, right? So like one thing I'm doing right now, because like there's so much noise, is instead of like focusing on what the noise that's happening right now, I'm going back and reading biographies of really successful people that were able to overcome the odds. So like Leonardo da Vinci, Napoleon, Napoleon Bonaparte, uh, Steve Jobs, all these people that didn't necessarily have a lot of things going for them, or maybe they did, but uh, most of them they didn't. Um, like Leonardo da Vinci was the illegitimate son, and he like was wasn't born into wealth, and he had to really like fight his way to get where he was, um, despite his talents. And there, like, he was like looking for a job at thirty. Like, he couldn't find a job, even though he was like one of the world's you know best painters ever. Like he was couldn't find a job at thirty, and uh, that's all I'm reading right now. But anyway, like the, the focus for me is not so much like what can I change or can't change about the system is what's the right and wrongs about the system is like, you know what, there are people and individuals, regardless of the time and age that instead of like being victimizing themselves, they, they take it, they just use that their circumstances as a springboard instead of a, like a, instead of a limiting belief, instead of like a, a prison, you know, and that's one thing, like, for example, Michael Jordan, right? Like every time he had a setback, he used that as fuel and fire instead of as a setback, right? Instead of as a, as, as something that trapped him, right? When someone like said like, hey, you're not good enough or you can't do this, like he just used that as fire. And I think we need more of that. We need more of those stories. We need more stories of heroes that are overcoming things instead of people that are getting victimized. And I think the, the victimization um, story is more used by people that want to get something out of people than people that want to inspire, right? Like someone that's trying to push a victim mentality is trying to get you to rely on them as the hero versus someone that's trying to inspire is trying to like make someone else the hero. And I think that like for me, that's really helping me personally cut through the noise is instead of like listen to all the stuff that's going on is focus on individuals and people that have done great things in the past despite their circumstances and what can I do to model my life after them. So. I know that if you like, I, my heart reaches out to you. If, you, if you're struggling with a lot of these things, we have, we're facing a lot of hard questions as an individuals in this society right now. And it's, it's not easy. Um, but there are people in the past that have faced similar, if not worse circumstances, and they were able to rise above it. And we can read their accounts and model our behavior off of them and get above the noise.